This is the Town Roots Podcast, episode number 17. Welcome to the Town Roots Podcast, the podcast of, about, and for Oakland. No matter if you live in the town, do business here, or are visiting, we have something for you. And now, your hosts, Anthony Wilson and Vincent Hayes. So today, we are happy to have Maria Fernandez here, who's uh, with Red Bay Coffee. Hi, Maria. How are you? I'm doing great. Thank you. Oh, no worries. No worries. It's exciting to have you here. We've seen and heard so much about Red Bay Coffee. So if you could just go into a few minutes of just telling us about Red Bay and how it got started and, and your experience with it. Great. Again, my name's Maria, and I am the wholesale account manager here at Red Bay Coffee. I've been here, I just celebrated about six years, six very exciting, challenging, rewarding, just a, yeah, just been a great experience being with Red Bay and and seeing the growth and being a part of that. Red Bay Coffee is a Black-owned, local, mission-driven coffee company. And we are really committed to the mission of beautiful coffee to the people. And what that means is that we are are very intentional in being able to bring beautiful coffee to the people and making it more accessible to a broader community throughout the country now. That's great. If you could, tell us a little bit about the founder of Red Bay Coffee and his story, if you could. Sure. The founder is Keba Conti. Keba is a San Francisco uh, native. He's an artist and activist and just a community family man. He started Red Bay Coffee just a few blocks from here. I'm um, sitting in our headquarters here in the Fruitvale District. And Keba founded Red Bay Coffee in his home eight years ago. We are celebrating our eight-year anniversary next month in February. And uh, Keba just, I think his, his reason for getting into to coffee or just found coffee industry intriguing is that being an artist and creative person, a community person, and just was able to combine the love of those things um, into one company. And I think within that, too, he saw that there would be an opportunity to make coffee more accessible to to more people. I think what really resonated with him as far as the coffee business is that there was an opportunity to open up. I guess when you look at some of the old cafes and coffee people gathered to be creative and there's artists and activists and this whole wonderful community and place to feel included. And there was just a lot more diversity that there was an opportunity for Keba to, to bring that to life here in the Bay Area and just bring more soul to the coffee industry here. So I love your, your mission statement there, Maria. Beautiful coffee to the people and bringing soul to the sort of coffee community here in the Bay Area. I think that's fantastic. Being in the coffee business, or is, is there anything that surprised you about the coffee business, being in it that you didn't know before you got into it? Oh, yeah. I think I came prior to being at Red Bay, I was in the wine industry. And um, I was in the wine industry for about eight, eight years throughout California. And one of the things that was surprising to me was 
that lack of diversity and inclusion. It was challenging as a woman of color to, I guess you'd say, advance or uh, make any kind of progress in the industry and found the same thing happening in the coffee industry. And I think that's what uh, resonated with me to work with Red Bay Coffee is that they were committed to breaking those barriers because there is... Excuse me. Part of Kaba's vision is to make coffee more accessible for someone like me, for women, for people of color, for formerly incarcerated to have Mm -hmm. an opportunity to work in in the coffee industry. I've always worked for I worked for Levi Strauss many years ago and I used in very challenging industry as well. And you would have people stressing out about it. And I would say we're only making jeans. And then when I worked in the wine industry for eight years and people are stressing out about not getting their wine delivered. Yeah, that's a problem. But I'd say, hey, we're only making wine. And I can't say that anymore about working now in the coffee industry because we're doing much more than making and creating coffee. We're revolutionizing. We're innovating. And we're just creating this really beautiful community within the coffee industry. And just really great to be a part of that. That's a great story. So if someone were to say to you, hey, I could choose Red Bay, I could choose Pete's, I could choose Starbucks, uh, Blue Bottle, you could name any coffee. What sets Red Bay apart? I think what also is important to me is that I want to work on a product, but I also, the, the product has to be great. Working for Levi's, a great product. Working in wine, great wine. We have a great product. But what I really appreciate about Kiba's vision is that, sure, we're a mission-driven company, but we're not going to get very far with just that. We also have to have the product behind it. And that really is important to him, and that it makes it important to me that we have a, a great coffee team buying coffee, partnering with farmers and co-ops and women-owned businesses that we support. And they haven't had that support before. They've had, they don't have the opportunity to, to sell to Starbucks and all that because they're not going to get the price that we're going to pay them. We pay them a premium price for coffee. I think one of the, you know, partnerships that we have is with Sweet Unity Farms. They are a co-op of about 200 families in Tanzania. And that Sweet Unity Farms was founded by David Robinson, who's the son of uh, Jackie Robinson. Mm. And we've had a great partnership with him. He's like family. He comes to visit us like once a year. So those are the kind of things that, that set us apart. And I think also what sets us apart is our branding. We have beautiful branding. And there's just a lot of love and intention behind what we do as far as when you say beautiful coffee to the people Everything at Red Bay has to be beautiful. Kaba and his wife, Raquel. Raquel's a designer. She's the head of, she's chief of brand and marketing here at Red Bay. And she has her touch on everything, on our packaging, the design of our cafes. I don't think either one of you visit us yet. Oh, that's changing though. That's changing. That's definitely We're going to come visit the the cafe at the headquarters. And you'll see it. (laughs) You'll see that everything here is, there's a very beautiful aesthetic about about everything here. And it's very intentional. You touched my heart there because Jackie Robinson is is an alum of my high school in Southern California. Oh, wow. Okay. So I I have just one follow-up question about something Mm -hmm. you just said. Is a lot of your supply chain made up of my 
minority owned companies or women owned companies? I would say yes. As far as like it, definitely with the farmers that we work with, we are very intentional with that. We have really good partnerships ongoing, direct trade or fair trade. Like right now we have one of our limited releases is from Mexico. It, and limited release means it's not like part of our regular uh, copies that we sell year round. It's not, it's more like a seasonal like, product you would consider. It's from Chapas, Mexico. And it's a, a woman that travels, her name is Rosalba. She travels back and forth between Berkeley and, and Mexico. And we buy her, we buy a lot from her and um, she's just a beautiful lady. And it just is like an honor to be able to support a farmer, a small farmer. And it's probably one of our most favorite or most popular limited releases that we have right now. So when you come in, you have to buy a bag of that for your family or your wife and enjoy. That's great. So I I think I heard you say early on that um, you guys have expanded your reach beyond the Bay Area. How have you been able to do that? And have you experienced any challenges in the process or has it all been? Not, I wouldn't say smooth. There's always challenges with the kind of growth that we've been experiencing. I think that part of it came out of the pandemic. We did, we were, I would consider more a local business um, because a lot of our coffee was being served in, in the office coffee programs here in the Bay Area. So we were, we've been in Salesforce and Facebook and Pandora, Uber, just every tech company you can think of. We were part of their office coffee programs. And those really came to a grinding halt within a couple of days at the beginning of 2020. So we quickly did pivot. This kind of goes into a pivot question, but we were we pivoted into e-commerce business that really put our brand out nationally because people started ordering coffee and we were shipping hundreds of bags a day we're going out of here all across the country i think now we are expanding out of the bay area i think the challenges are around logistics shipping is definitely a challenge right now there's so many carrier issues and delays and lost packages you have to have more partnerships with different types of distributors and they have certain delivery times that they're required so i think that's that's been a challenge for our fulfillment team the other thing with expansion is that we have we have to hire more staff so we've had two cafes that open Last year, this one here in Oakland, and then we're in the Ferry Building in San Francisco as well. We took over the old Pete's location, and that line is out the door every day. It's very successful, but hiring and keeping staff right now is a big challenge. But it's a, it's a challenge, I think, industry. So those are probably two of the biggest challenges I think we have right now from our expansion, but we're hanging in there. Yeah. There's just too much opportunity coming our way and we've got a really good, great core team of managers that are just working really well together. And Kaba's leadership has been amazing. He's just very supportive and he stays very calm and patient. And I think he's just seeing his vision just grow and that's really just encouraging and motivating for everybody. That's awesome. So you said that that dirty word, pandemic. So <laughs> yeah. how did that affect you all locally when you think about your cafes and all of that? How did you manage during that this this terrible time? That- I would say, as I mentioned, that our office coffee program 
were probably 60% of our business. So those accounts stopped ordering within a couple of days. We weren't getting any orders and everything just shut down. So we, we pretty much hibernated, I would say, for maybe about a week or two. And that's what we saw for the e-commerce, our e-commerce business to grow and for us to focus on that. What had really been helpful is that we had also had the opportunity. We were selected for Oprah's favorite things list. So that was big. And that was at the end of 2020. So that, again, had us face some challenges of e-commerce and shipping and and fulfillment and so forth. But it was an incredible opportunity for us. I think that that type of challenge really just motivated us. And a lot of creativity came out that year. And we, we lost probably 90% of our team. We furloughed and laid off 50 people. Mm. And there was 10 of us that stayed on. And we just learned to work really differently, to focus, I think, as a company. It, it wasn't too hard for me because I would, had been with Red Bay for five years at that time. So I was really familiar with the business and different roles I could take on and so forth. But again, I think it was part of Kaba and Raquel, his wife's leadership. They were really dug in and were determined to keep our, our doors open. Our cafes closed, but we ended up, we had our roasteries down the street. So we set up a curbside service and people could roll up and get coffee. They could grab a bag of coffee or a cup of coffee. And I think it was really a place for people to come just to get out and connect with other people in the community. So I think it was just a time that we saw that our community really come forward for us as well, that they were calling us, what can we do? We were getting cards dropped off and just people coming by and we just buy coffee, you know, and everybody needed coffee. But still, they were staying home and shelter in place. And there would be, we started selling like five pound bags of coffee. So a whole household would you know, come by and get it and have a whole bag of coffee that they could take home for, you know, a couple of weeks or whatever. So it, it was great. It was just, it was motivating. It was challenging, but it was really a beautiful time as well. I love the story of the community support because what that tells me is that you guys were doing things right before the pandemic. Yeah. Right. I think so. Yeah. I have to agree with that. It was, it was really beautiful because I was on the front line taking phone calls and checking out emails and stuff. And somebody would even wrote one day and said, you know, I can't come um, of the house, but I just want you to know that we're thinking of you. And as soon as I'm able to, I'm going to, I'm going to stop by. Mm-hmm. It's just, and that's really continued. So, yeah, I think you're you're absolutely right. I think we were we must have been doing something right before because we we still had that community support. Can you tell me a little bit, Maria, about your e-commerce pivot? What did that look like? Did you guys start shipping to individuals' homes? Can, can you describe that a little bit? We did. We we have a coffee subscription program mm. where you can just sign up and get just a recurring order weekly or biweekly, get as many bags as you want. We still have that program. And what we were doing a lot is a lot of social media. I think that what was really helpful for us and what we why we were able to pivot the way we did, I won't say as quickly, but we were able to pivot because we could do everything in-house. Like we have our own graphics in-house with that small team of 10. We were roasting coffee, packaging it, 
marketing it and, and getting it out the door. We just became a really tight group there. But we just put a lot of emails out. Uh, social media has, was amazing because we were just out on there where even our coffee van was at because we were taking that out on the road and parking it in different spots on the lake all over town where people could come and grab a bag of coffee or a cup of coffee. So I think communication efforts were really good on our part to just let people know where, what they can do, where they could go to get, to get coffee from us. That's great. You've been with Red Bay for a while now. So what's been your most proud moment being a member of that team and, and watching everything grow? Wow. I'd say a couple of things. I think um, getting through that pivot of the closing of everything, just shutting down, trying to stay healthy and just being part of that team, that 10 people. We, I'm proud of the work that we did. And I think this last year, in 2021, there's just been a lot of growth and innovation. We've got new products coming out. We've got a line of ready-to-drink products coming out anytime now. We've got this coffee and it's like a tea bag. It's called Steeped and it's like a single serve that you just put in a hot uh, cup of water and you've got a, a great, actually a really great cup of coffee. We've just developed some really good partnerships over the last year with, we've got, I don't know if you guys are into Shake Shack, but you can go down to Shake Shack and there's a new um, milkshake called Shake and Wake and it has our coffee in it. Is that, is that only the one in Oakland or is that all the Shake Shacks? It's nationwide. Oh, nice. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's nationwide. We've been shipping out the coffee to the locations for a month now. So we've had that going on. And there's just been a lot of growth and teamwork. And I, I just think this last year, 2021 in general, was has just been really rewarding to be part of the leadership team here, working directly with Kaba, the founder, just watching and seeing his growth as you know, a businessman and leader. Yeah, there's. I, I would just say the whole year of 2021 has, has just been really a highlight of the last six years that I've been here. Cool. Maria, why is it so important for you guys to be an Oakland business? What does that mean to you? I was born in Oakland, so I think good things come out of I'm just the East Bay girl. And I think being part of the Bay Area and growing up here, I've lived a couple of other places out of state. I've lived down on the Central Coast in California. And I guess for me that sometimes you maybe don't appreciate where you come from until you leave there and you don't you miss diversity, you miss innovation, you miss acceptance of who you are in other places that I've lived anyway. And so I think being in Oakland, because now I work and live in Oakland again, and I think that Oakland is just a, a beautiful community. And that was apparent during the pandemic and it continues to be. I just think that it's a, a very supportive community, a food and beverage community and small business community. There's just so much support um, for one another. And I've worked in the wine industry where that's not the case. It's very competitive and you're not going to necessarily support the winery down the road or next door like you do here in Oakland. Kaba founded the business here in his home and he raised his family here for 20 years. I just think that it's not by accident that 
we ended up finding a you know place for a roastery. Once we were looking for that, it's down the street. And then we were looking for a flagship cafe and building and headquarters. And that ended up being a few blocks from the roastery. So everything has stayed in this one little community. Everything was founded here. So I think that's, there's maybe some cosmic reason behind that. Yeah. So Maria, what type of involvement does Red Bay have in the community? I think when people ask about if we have partnerships with organizations and stuff, I think really for Red Bay, we're, we bake in our community involvement by having a, a welcoming space. I think in just who we, you know, we're there, very thoughtful in who we hire and bring in and have opportunity for folks. I think that's a big part of our commitment to the community. I know he does speakings and he's asked to be on panels. He's always available for that. And recently, I know there was a pro- there's a program here at one of the high schools, like a mentoring program. And our head of our coffee department, Carla, went out and spoke to you know, a group of high school students. So as the opportunities come up, I think that's you know we're really where our commitment is. But it really is baked into Red Bay's everyday practices. Again, who we're hiring and training, and we have a roasting program now for some of our staff are interested in. Our baristas are being trained pretty intensively, and they've ex- a couple of ex- expressed interest in becoming roasters as well. So we're developing a roasting program around that. Do you guys do K-Cups? We don't do K-Cups. What we do, it's a product called a Cometeer, like Comet, Cometeer. It's a very innovative process. It's like a flash freeze process of coffee. So what we do is we send them uh, roasted coffee beans and they make this, they they make the coffee, brew it, but they flash freeze it into a pod that looks like a K-Cup. But it's such a it's such a different product, and it's not like ground coffee that you put into you know the coffee maker. You can do that with this one, but it's actually like a solid block of coffee, hmm. and it it just is a really good cup of coffee. I would check it out. It's not like ground coffee at all. It's just a, such a fresh process. And we're actually have a big partnership with them. We'll probably end up selling the product here in our shops, have a branded display for it pretty soon. I think it's, yeah, probably happening any time now. So that's another product that, you know, has come out of innovation and partnership with Red Bay Coffee. That's awesome. For people that aren't familiar with Red Bay, can you tell them where they can find you locally and even on the Internet? Sure. So we've got our headquarters cafe. We call it the HQ Cafe here in the Fruitvale District. It's on the corner of International and Fruitvale. We have a full service coffee service here. We have pastries and other goodies. And it's a you know nice place to hang out or have a meeting or do some work here. We have plenty of seating here. We also have a location at the Ferry Building in San Francisco. That's also full service cafe and coffee bar there. You can take the ferry over to San Francisco and when the, where the ferry lands, our cafe is right there. Very busy. I, I would say a great day to go is on Saturdays when there's a farmer's market 
happening as well, but it's also open seven days a week. We have a coffee van, a full-service coffee van that is at the Grand Lake Farmer's Market on uh, Saturdays. That's my my hangout on Nice Vibe there. And uh, we also have, it's actually our first coffee shop is the shipping container over on Broadway. It's the Hive. I don't know if folks are familiar with that, but that's also a full-service coffee bar. It's in a beautiful coffee, what do you call it? Shipping. We're you know looking to expand. We're going into LA this year. We're also opening up a couple of more cafes in San Francisco. Stay tuned on social media. We put everything out there for for folks to to find out what we're doing. And then we have a page on our website called Where to Buy and Try. And that lists out cafes and coffee shops that also serve our coffees because we have a lot of um, cafe partners as well. And then you can find us in, as far as grocery stores, you can find us in uh, Trader Joe's, Safeway, Whole Foods, Berkeley Bowl, some other specialty independent grocery stores that they're listed on our website. We're in Target now. And uh, what's uh, good about Target is if you wanted to buy online, we they ship nationwide. You can buy it on our website. And we sell retail bags and five-pound bags and kilo bags on our website, redbaycoffee.com. And we also have really great merchandise, coffee, accessories, different kind of brew. We have beautiful branding. So we have t-shirts and mugs and take a look at, you know, our website and you could see a lot of beautiful things to buy. That's great, Maria. How can people find you guys on social media? How can they follow you? Red Bay Coffee. And yeah, we're Red Bay Coffee. We're on Instagram. We're very present on Instagram. And um, also on Facebook, that's majority of where, where we're doing our posting and our, and our um, communications on social media. Outstanding. I can't thank you enough. This has been fantastic. Really thank appreciate you. you joining us today. Thank you very much for having us. Thank you for listening to the Town Roots Podcast. For more information about the show, to leave comments and connect with the hosts, head over to www.townroots.com.